Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast. Uh, this week we're a small team, but again, what a team, a high quality team. I, Alice Bell, am joined by Colin Mahan. Hello! Very cheerful and upbeat. And by Simon Miller. Hello! I wasn't, I didn't, you didn't give me enough pomp and circumstance in my name then. Can you do it again, please? Sorry. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I want you to go up at the end. Simon, Simon Miller. Miller. There you go. You see, look, now suddenly it feels more important and special. I thought you were saying up like a question, like Simon Miller. Exactly, yeah. He can't possibly be back for a second week in a row. Oh, but he is. But I am. What a world <laughs> we live in. How are you, Alice Bell? I'm all right, yeah. Yeah? Tired? Tired, sure. You've got a nice ever. lovely picnic blanket on today. It's very cold in here. It's uh, fucking freezing in I here. Is this, it, is this toasty? No, yeah, really? I would call it. This is relatively warm in this in this room right now. I, I, if there was a cold button, I'd push it. It'd be nice just to drop it a couple of degrees. Just a little bit, you know. Just a, yeah, yeah, just a small bit. Nothing. Like, Not it, too is, much. Is, just, right. Just a little you know, bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a touch. Just a touch. But no, otherwise, it's all good. It's all good. What are we going to do today, Alice Bell? Well, today we're going to talk about, you know, game stuff oh in general. Oh my gosh. As we world. do on this gaming podcast. Hmm. What kind of game <laughs> stuff, Alice Bell? But no one I'm in this room has played The Last Guardian, have they? No, no. which is a shame. I want to know what people think about what it. Do you yeah. guys, are you guys looking forward to it? Do you want to play it? I've got it. Have you? Yeah, I'm oh. gonna play it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I want to play it. Um, I know from certain things. Yeah, the dog is meant to be an annoying fuck. Did you see uh, that amazing video that somebody posted on Twitter? You know, the dog grabs you and throws you up onto its back. Yeah, and the game just glitches out, and the guy goes flying by the side <laughs> and, ki- and dies. It's like, cheers, dog. Just murder. I love it if the game was like that. The dog just walked, just went like bad halfway through and just crushed the world. That'd be so much better, but I don't think that happens. No, it's probably not. I want to know if the dog dies. No, I can't believe there's been no spoilers. How is it? I guess no one's playing it, are there? Well, this is the thing. It it debuted at what number seven? I think below Dead Rising four, which is is, that's mental. Yeah, yeah. but it's 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 it's, uh, diminishing returns, isn't it? If I tell you for nine years I've got this amazing thing, by about year seven, you're going to be like, you know what, exactly. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> you're going to get bored eventually. And I just think it's got to that point now where the only people that care are just people like us who mm. have kind of you know, ridden the whole thing out. So it's like, well, I'll play it out of intrigue if nothing else. Whereas if you're just like casual game dude, you're probably like, what the hell is The Last Guardian? Mm. I didn't care before. I don't care now. It's a shame, though, because this will probably be Team Ico's last game. Never, oh. Well, it, it, it is, saying, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because they're they're now defunct. Um, just, like like a, like an elderly relative, they were hanging on. I, th- I think I yeah, know that Uedo and his name left, but yeah, uh, I'm sure they disbanded the the team. Oh, well, really? um, that is that is terrible. Mm. Two of the best games ever, and this is how it all comes to a close. That is awful. Flipping it. What a world. Wow, I've said what I word about nine times so far in this podcast. It's an emotional reaction there. <laughs> well, so. it's just you're never going to get another game like Shadow of the Colossus, which is one of the best games ever. And all because they screwed it up. We could have had two games in the time that it took to Easily. get the last Guardian well, out. NASA co- sent a drone to Mars. I made that joke on a video recently, but it's true. <laughs> NASA sent a drone to Mars in the time it took a developer to make a game about an oversized mutt. Mm, that is yeah. a fact. But Do it's also, like, like you said, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, like, I don't know, Duke Nukem Forever, in music, Chinese democracy, uh, I don't know, what's a film that took a long time, but like, it, it, there comes a point where you you either stop caring or the eventual product, there's no way it can live and, up to what time, it actually was. Time it, moves on, that's the problem, so you yeah. constantly have to keep trying to keep up with modern trends, that's the thing, so the reason the controls feel like they're 10 years old is because the controls are 10, 10 years, years old. old. And like even the, the whole kind of emotional connection and all that kind of... Like when Shadow of the Colossus came out, it was different at the time. But now that The Last Guardian is out and has that kind of feel, um, that kind of more emotional, artsy kind of stuff. Like since Shadow of the Colossus and The Last Guardian... We've had fucking loads of that in well, yeah, everyone now. tried to copy the Shadow of the Colossus. Like Plinky Plonky Piano became... Yep. Like the telltale sign of an indie <laughs> game that wants to make you cry. It's true though, isn't it? Like we want to make them cry, plinky plonky piano, you know, make it look all weird and stuff like that. Now yep. it mostly is because of the way that Eco and Shadow of the Colossus approached, you know, game development mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, you're right. This sucks, but I'm still going to play it, and I bet you I still like it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm quite surprised we got that much out of a game that none of us have played. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. You're both say, referring to Trico as a dog as well. 
Whereas Cass, I think birds. he's very yeah cat. Well, I think he's a much cat, more cat dog hybrid, isn't it? They said that ages ago. Kind like, of behaves like a cat. It's basically like Big Bird if you poured radiation over him. That's essentially what. There it you is. go. But it's a weird creature, isn't it? Let's face it. Because uh, I, people are either loving or hating the way you control him because he doesn't do what you say. Yeah. And people it's are saying real, that's frustrating, and then other people say, "Yeah, but he's meant to do that." And I saw someone I can't remember who they said they if you shout it like in frustration at him then your um your playstation controller the mic on it will pick it up no and that's then he'll get cross that's you. like um, but i don't know if that's actually true that's what other game was meant to do something similar yeah i mean that's bollocks i think it, they, you did do it in manhunt in manhunt they could hear you if you had if you plugged the headset in ah it's manhunt it's a rockstar game isn't it yeah, 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 yeah. in manhunt if you um if you plugged your headset in and you made noise they actually did alert people to your presence which was quite good I mean, it wasn't as good as it i've made it sound there but it's a nice idea I, I think did fifa do something similar on the 360 with the connect or something Probably. where if, if the ref like i don't know if the whatever you made it's if something happened you were like ah fuck off the ref would blow up for the same such a shit thing to put in a game <laughs> yeah like you don't want everything to be that it's like in mafia when oh if you break the speed limit i quite like that one but eventually it was a bit like this is oh, I'm so sick of being chased by cops because i'm yeah. going 42 in a 30 i do that in when i first start playing like a gta or something i will obey the, the uh, traffic no, signs you don't. i do for like the first half an hour i'll Why? stop at red traffic lights because i just kind of quite like it that's it's so quite a nice little it's thing like wasting do. your life play the game you can run red lights in games. I That's don't do it the whole the whole time, oh. but I just think. Are like, you one of these people that plays Microsoft Flight Simulator and does a twelve-hour flight to like Las Vegas? And no. Sit there. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> What's the difference? That. What's the difference? There's no difference. You sit there and you go, right, everybody. Um, you're a captain today. We're gonna <laughs> be a nice flight. That's what people do. They dress up and they literally sit there for twelve hours. And I told you, um, my little brother likes farming simulator, right? Even though he works on a farm well, that's seasonally. That's just passion, man. That's just pure, pure passion. Mm. Fair play to him. He's it, found something he loves and he's, he's going hard with it. Literally rang me once to ask me if he should get No Man's Sky. Because he thought it was going to be like a shooter in space and stuff from the um, advert that he saw. And I was like, nah, you won't like it, mate. And then he went, all right. I'm on a tractor. And then that was it. <laughs> He said goodbye. In reality? Yeah, or? yeah he was sat on a tractor Surely and he rang me to us. He'd love No Man's Sky because it's just a game about going around and getting resources, which is essentially what farming is. It's like farming in space, yeah. basically. It is the most... I mean this as well. This isn't said to inflame. It's one of those boring games I've ever played in my life, No Man's Sky. I cannot believe people... It's so... Considering what the premise is, you just get a gun and shoot rocks mm. for hours. Yeah, but they've added stuff now, haven't they? What have they added? They've added different... They've added a survival mode or something. Oh, that sounds even worse. And they've added a mode where you can build a little house like in Fallout Yeah, 4. the little base building things. So I think they've made it more gamey, yeah. uh, for lack of a better term. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't like it at all. I really don't. I mean, fair play if you do. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I just... Oh, I cannot get... Not for you. At all. No, not at all. So <laughs> slow. And you can't even chainsaw someone's head off. What is that about? That's your your flaw. It's my barometer. Yeah. <laughs> Can I chainsaw someone? No, not interested. I played a, a role-playing game the other day at the weekend where someone was playing a mime called Quiet Simon, who was like the stealthy character. It's a tabletop role-playing game. Oh, I see. And so he described everything his character did rather than speaking. I like that. But Quiet Simon was armed with a chainsaw. There you go, you see? <laughs> Not very quiet, though, is it? No, uh, that was a joke, you see. Oh, I see, right, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about some slightly topical things. And uh, Did either of you guys watch... Uh, the Jimmy Fallon segment. No, I meant to. With Mario. I never got around to it. But everyone says the Super Mario Run's really good. Super Mario yeah. Run is very good, yeah. Now, you played it, didn't you? I, yeah. I, you played a preview. I played a preview build of it. Um, so it was like the first two worlds, a uh, little bit of Toad Rally mode, and the Kingdom Builder thing. Uh, yeah, as an endless runner, uh, it's quite. I quite enjoyed it because it kind of messes with the format in that you can stop weirdly enough there are these things like pause blocks on the ground that when you're when mario kind of comes in contact with them you can just i don't know kind of survey the area and go right well, if i tap harder he'll take the bigger jump and go up to that platform blah blah, blah. um but it's, it's a very good uh like they've they've taken the format of mario and kind of brought it into just simple controls quite well 
But the whole on always online connection thing like that wasn't yeah. I didn't know about that at the time. Um, what, what's the story with that? Well, it's to stop. Uh, it's piracy, piracy on Android. Is the it? thing is that no one seemed to to, to talk about is and was like oh, Nintendo, Nintendo. They don't understand anything, but that's what all the games do. Clash of Clans, or whatever it's called, which makes bill- literally billions of dollars, is online only. It's not Clash of Clans, the other one, the one that makes loads. But loads of games are online only when it comes to the iPhone. So I'm like, this is not, they're not setting a precedence here. They're literally fair. Following- but like, because like, the Toad Rally mode is kind of their online where you kind of, kind of online multiplayer thing. But like with the main campaign, like the world fucking tour mode, I think it's called. Like, I don't think that needs to be online because that's just straight levels. I, I, I don't understand why that's always online. Well, I mean, who isn't online these days on their phone? I get it's a commuter game, so you're going to be in and if out you're of on signal. The tube, but yeah. Come on. It's, I, I, I just don't see it as a. If, let me say this. Let me say this. If that's the biggest problem you've got in your life, you're having a great life, my friend. You have got a great life. What's your only problem in the world? That Super Mario Run isn't online. It's, only, it's online only. I just don't think it's an issue. And also, if it's as good as everyone says, then that's that's nice. And that's good. You can play it and enjoy it. And I don't, I don't mind that it's not. Well, Jimmy Fallon certainly enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, I think Jimmy Fallon is paid to enjoy it. He, um, I, yeah, I can't believe you didn't see the segment because it was... Honestly, I kept meaning to. And then He was fucking beside himself at the fact that Super Mario was on, on the phone. Uh, and <laughs> of course he was. And, and, he, honestly, he was it looked like he'd popped an E. Like yeah, he was just like was really over the gurning top? and I mean, manic. Yeah, and, like, saying that, wouldn't you? If Miyamoto was showing you off a new Mario game that he had a hand in, I mean, that's well, that's well, yeah, was, I, I was it at the start of the segment where so Reggie was showing him Super Mario Run and the Switch, and uh, did Fallon pretend he didn't know that Miyamoto was there yeah, or something? Yeah, I was like, Miyamoto's Re- not getting in your building without you know. Yeah, because like- Reg- Reggie was there and he, he was like, well, yeah, look, do you know what? Oh my God. We're, we're, we're going to show you Super Mario and of course this is, uh, we have a special friend here today or whatever and he was like, oh my God, Natsugero Miyamoto, the creator of Donkey Kong and <laughs> I was like, it is. Like, to be then- fair, all chat shows are rigged. I I'll get yeah, this right. True. I chatted to someone else today who didn't know that. They didn't know the anecdotes really? that people came up with were all talked about beforehand and scripted. They just thought like, like Conan O'Brien by coincidence brought up something that the, yeah. the celebrity had I an was anecdote like, yeah. about. Are you kidding me? Like the the one there was a reference to um I always call him Jon Snow, Kit Harrington. Mm. He was on a show and he said that a policeman pulled him over and you know, because he was speeding or whatever. And then said he said, Oh, I'll let you off if you tell me if you live in Games of Thrones season six. And John Snell's like, I do, ha 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 ha, and he let him off. He told me the story, I said, you know, it's absolute bollocks, right? It didn't happen. I said, it's all scripted talk show. And he looked at me like I was nuts. Like, no, this it's all it's a it's a show. Mm. It's not really I couldn't I was just flabbergasted that he didn't realise that was a thing. So yes, anyway, that's why I don't I don't mind it. I mean again, it's it's for entertainment purposes. But I understand why he marked out. I'd mark out if Miyamoto showed me. It his. was pretty Miyamoto obviously is is one of the sweetest smiling, men alive. Smiling. Like. Yeah. But this, like this, this was fucking like Matt Striker fucking like kind of like it, it was contrived marking out like and it was I thought yeah, as you said, Alice, it was a fellow who kind of popped forty E's and <laughs> had like you could see the powder on his nose, do you know what I mean? Um he was he was just he was a touch too much. Um but it what they showed of the switch was quite cool, I thought. And yeah. how how seamless it went from kind of controlling it on the the telly to controlling it on the actual switch itself, I suppose. So they had like they had uh, a phone with Super Mario Run on it, and so Fallon played a level of that with um, Reggie next to him, being like, oh, go on, get the special coin stuff. Mm. And he did all right, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd break, you know, in front of an audience of however many million. Uh, and then they had uh, one of the, you know, the question mark boxes mm. on, the, uh, on the table, and oh. Reggie was like, we've got another surprise not, for not, you. Not the ones that you punch and they make that noise. Wasn't one of those. No, no, it was like a little cardboard one. You, just you, know, you could buy them. It was like a no. soft. You can buy soft toy question marks that you punch and it goes ding. And somebody, I used to work at a place. Somebody had one of them and they'd hit it all the all the time. One point, I just got up and I lobbed it across the other side of the room. The worst bit is when it landed, you just heard from afar. 
ding. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going I'm to kill it. I hate those things. Anyway, sorry, girl. I thought it was one of those. Well, then, no, they just had a little cardboard, like mock up one. And Reggie was like, we've got one more special surprise for you today. And Fowler started going, oh my God, oh my God, don't say it. It was. It was like, oh, don't say it's the Nintendo Switch, which is coming out in 2017. Is that what you said? Yeah. I like it. It's so, like, transparent. I get a kick out of it. It was literally Reggie was like, so this is out in March 2017. What did they show? Like, oh, March 2017, of course. What did they Um, show of it? They showed a bit of Zelda. Do you know what? Just on the Switch. I know something about the Switch that I'm not allowed to say, and I almost said it out loud. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, it's not live, is it? I don't want to worry about it. Yeah, I was told something. I can't. Let's keep going. Uh, so just more Zelda stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, But what they showed, it, it, like they basically for the first time showed the Switch running a game live in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Reggie did a little push in the boulder on some stuff. Was it, was it really real time? Well, I mean, it looked like, like it, yeah. it did actually look genuine, yeah, to be fair. So they, you know, Jimmy Fallon ran about a bit and then um, they picked up the, you know, the, the actual, you know, the screen that is the Switch yeah. and it, it transitioned and popped up on that. Did and you they see that. any difference in resolution? Because that's the big thing, isn't it? It's Apparently kind of difficult to tell. On TV, it's going to look sweet and on handheld, it's going to look like handheld. It's kind of difficult to tell because they were filming this, over the, over the, the mini shoulder. screen over yeah. the shoulder of... Uh, a marking you, out I bet Jimmy you they Fallon. ran through that a hundred times that day I bet right down to the camera angles like then you move here and then you move here just so they well, didn't you, give you, anything away you could see when he uh, when he had when the camera was over his shoulder and showing it uh, in his hands like there was points where there'd be a bit of glare and someone obviously in uh, Jimmy Fallon's ear was like put it up Jimmy for fuck's sake put it up and he's just like ah oh, the glare is gone <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they probably, um, they probably yeah. went through with a fine tooth comb, all right. And what? then uh, after Jimmy Fallon did the level on Super Mario Run, he asked Miyamoto to rate his performance and Miyamoto launched a thousand gifts. But he did like a thumbs down and then like yeah. turned it a thumbs up with a little laugh. Right, I never want to see that. It was very cute. It online, I'm going to cry. It was very <laughs> cute. He's the loveliest man. He is, he is, yeah. Did, did, you, see, did you see the, the where he played with the band? Oh yeah, there's a video of him that playing. Was, that was yeah. quite cool. Miyamoto played with the band. He played with the roots. Played the guitar with the Jimmy Fallon's band. Just played the Mario theme tune. Was it really him, or was he just like, I mean, away then? I mean, look. Well, he was. He was on an unplugged acoustic. It looks like so he, you couldn't I mean, really. He, hear. he was. He was moving his hand in chord shapes. So I. I, 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 I <laughs> you were there going. That's E. A, yep. D. D. <laughs> I, good. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's bearing that one. Like I. I, I think it was him playing it. Um, <laughs> and then Jimmy Fallon walked past with the pretend box and pretended to hit it. That's that was, yeah. yeah. I remember Sounds that like something I'm not going to watch. I've decided. I don't think I need this in my life. No. I mean, we've we've ran through the segment. You've gotten all the all the beats there, really. Yeah. But I thought it looked all right. Yeah. The switch didn't look as flimsy as I was expecting. The actual the thing yeah. machine. Uh, yeah, and than I thought. didn't they use the? Kickstand as well. Yeah, I because think. Jimmy Fallon uh, obviously um, completely spontaneously went, Oh, I know, it's got a kickstand! And then got the kickstand out and a put it on the kickstand. Yeah, yeah, it's got like a little. The... Oh, to hold it up. You know what a kickstand yeah, is, right? right? Sorry, yeah, but I was thinking of. No, don't worry about it, it doesn't matter. That makes sense, yeah, just to prop it up and stuff. Mm-hmm. You think of some sort of wrestling thing? Oh, a kickstand. I thought, why well, you want to kick it? I know what you mean. Like a, a balancing thing just to hold it up. Yeah, the technical <laughs> term is a balancing thing, but I know it's that's what kick, you said. It. Kickstand is it? <laughs> some crazy, crazy, uh, kind of the right word slang you've made up. Yeah, for, indeed. For the, yeah, exactly. It's fine. We, we made it in the end. Yeah, we made it in the end. That's what matters. I'm excited about the Switch. I think the Switch is going to be great. I think the Switch is going to be better than both the Xbox One and the PS4. That I do. I think it's going to be more a, fun. Because like, you know what I think is going to happen? Because we see that you know we saw that brief uh, clip of Mario Kart. Like, yeah, seconds. Yeah. Mm. I'm probably being too kind here to Nintendo because I don't actually think they have this forward-thinking thing. What I'm hoping they do, they just call it Mario Kart whatever. Don't give it a number. Yeah. And it's just everything. Just all of Mario Kart. Ooh. I mean, yes. I don't... As in, like, all the Mario so, all so, the Mario. So, so like, Netflix for Mario Kart. That's what I want because it has such a prestigious history and there's so many tracks people want. Just redo all the retro tracks. I mean, everything from the Wii you can probably get in there as is, I'm sure. Just make everything and then keep releasing content for me because Mario Kart 8's gameplay is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. You don't need to tinker with that in the moment. So just keep giving me stuff. You can do it with loads of Nintendo games. The same with Super Mario 3D World. It's, just keep giving me stuff for that thing. I don't mm. need a brand new thing. That's what I hope they do. I hope they treat the Switch like a subscription service. Someone's got to do it. 
I know EA have got Thingamabob, but I don't know why it doesn't appeal for me. I guess it's just yeah, EA I, games. I never, I never see Nintendo doing that simply because they're not that forward thinking. Is yeah, the first the, thing. Right? And and they, I mean, if you look at the old games they have on, what's it called, the eShop. Like the prices of them are ludicrous. Like they're fucking charging that, about five, six, seven pounds for twenty-year-old games. Their stuff holds value for a ludicrous amount of time. Like if you look in in physical shops, like in a game store, Nintendo games don't really get discounted. Secondhand stuff is consoles always like, it's, it's five or cheaper, maybe. Yeah like, yeah, like their stuff holds value for an absurd amount of time. I don't know why, mm. but it does because it's the name, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Blizzard stuff. Blizzard, like, Overwatch is still 50 quid. Call of Duty is already 23. It's just... It's just <laughs> certain things aren't diluted, and that's Nintendo on. They, they still have this... And that's why 3DS, while not expensive, it's cheap-ish, but it never goes down too low. Because mm-hmm. people want them. There's a demand. I saw my mate's kid got a 3DS the other day, and he sent me a video of it. He went flipping crazy. It was like he'd just been given... Everything he ever wanted in life. It was so cr- he, was, he was so happy. His brother got mad and started bawling his eyes out. He didn't have one. Now I just I can't see that happening with. I mean, maybe not. With, probably would happen with an Xbox One or a I PS4. Think, I think but, it would. Yeah, but I think there is still something magic about Nintendo. That's the most pretentious thing I ever say. But I do think it's true. There was just Nintendo. I. I think I think it depends on. See, I never grew up on on Nintendo, so while I can. Like, I, I appreciated them from afar, and I can, I think some of my, like you mentioned Mario Kart, most recent Mario Kart, brilliant, yeah. Mario 3D World, great, like I'm really looking forward to Mario Galaxy uh, 3, if that ever fucking comes to pass. Do you think, I don't think you'll do it. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, it's so they like stu- to do new stuff, don't they? Yeah. They like to take Mario take and put Mario, it into yeah, exactly, something yeah. else. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I've never had that kind of like, oh, it's so magical. Mario, or like, yeah, Nintendo and all these, yeah, it's brilliant. I, I just, I've never had that feeling, so, I mean, yeah, it doesn't hold the same kind of, kind of weight for me, but I'm still looking forward to the Switch, to see what it actually, I don't know, to see what it is, to be honest. It's a fair question. Mm. Uh, we do know that there is a, a quite, a, well, I think it's going to be a fun game coming to the Switch, which is Ukulele. Mm. Yeah, it's not on Wii U anymore, it's, is it? Yeah, it's they've canned the Wii U. I love that, oh, there's the a technical, technical problem. Is the technical problem that nobody bought a Wii U? Is that the technical problem? <laughs> We're wasting our money on this. And it's also stopped production. That's the technical problem as well. They're not making any more fucking Wii U's. Exactly. So yeah. I, of course you cancel it. Like yeah. Exactly, yeah. But they are going to bring it to the Switch, which Makes I think sense. is great. It's, I think it's a perfect game Games for like that, that as well. Exactly. And this is why I think the Switch will do well because games like that, and I know it's not going to be a huge seller or anything like that, but that's when actually it's better to have it on the Switch than the Xbox One and PS4 because taking that game, it's a very handheld like game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Taking that on the road works. You may not want to take something like Call of Duty when you want to play that on your big your big setup. But a game like that is, oh yeah, I want to be able to take that. And that's when all of a sudden the Switch becomes, oh right, this is the, the best way to play this game. And yeah. that's why I think it will do well. Hundred percent. I think it's a great game for. If you guys, you haven't played it, I guess. Colin, ukulele. Yeah. No, I didn't play the the toy. What was it? What was it called? Toy box mode. No, not toy box mode. What was the demo they released? You've actually played some of it. Oh, I didn't know. That. No. Oh. Um. The I thought. Did you? The, play? I think it was the toy box or the play box, which was play something box, they released released to their backers. Yeah. To play around with, but I played a, a demo build a few months ago. Um. And I thought it'd be fun. It's very, it's full of stuff. It's a very old school platform, a very nineties like platform. Like Banjo Kazooie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a well, you know, successor, yeah. spiritual mm. successor. A lot of people from those studios are involved. Um, and was, it was the demo just kind of a proof of concept. Well, it was a level, one of the levels basically okay. that I got to run around with. They showed me one of the other levels, which but they basically kind of uh, dev dev cheated it so I could look and see it i didn't get to play it was like an ice level mm. um but there the one i got to play was sort of like a jungle temple kind of level and it's it's fun it's really brightly colored and fun and stuff and you know there's, you could give it to a kid to play it because mm-hmm. they wouldn't understand the adult jokes in it was, but there yeah, are a lot of like have, does it have that kind of pixar kind of feel with here's yeah here's your your dad joke here yeah that, they are, it is like dad jokes the video game yeah, and apparently, because like the the example is that there's the, the character you buy stuff from is a snake that wears a pair of trousers. 
because it's right, trials okay. of snake you see mm. and apparently in the office they like they were all like oh, no one will get it if you take ages and figure it out <laughs> this is trials of snake <laughs> um that's ridiculous yeah i know right trouser snake like that's what your dad would say at christmas mm-hmm. you're like, yeah right dad penis i get it funny stuff so it's all it's stuff like that they've got a cartos uh joke in there as well <laughs> you talk to a cart and it says i'm cartos the god of all <laughs> All right, good. That's like fair play. I'm glad, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of shit I want. That's the shit I want from ukulele. Not just a fucking vanilla mm-hmm. CBBC fucking 3D platformer. I want that. But with those kind of like carry-on style little innuendos and things. Yeah. It's great. It's all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, it's got loads of collectibles and stuff. And they've, uh, yeah, so they announced today, this very morning, uh, I guess yesterday if you're listening to it, uh, as a supporter of Video Gamer. And on Mon- uh, Tuesday, if you're a... Oh, wait, I'm getting it wrong. It was today if you're a Patreon supporter. <laughs> it was yesterday if you're a regular listener. Yep. Regular. You normal son of a gun. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> um, they announced today, yeah, they're going to pull it from the Wii U, push it onto the Switch. Uh, it's coming out in April. April the 11th, they've said. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a price tag of 34.99. Which thirty four ninety nine? That's what I wrote down. Okay, <laughs> that's what I wrote here. So we're going with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's right. That's that. Uh, how much a game? That's cheap. What are games nowadays? They're cheaper than that, aren't they? Fifty quid, aren't they? Yeah, but it is. It's an in. I think there's that you people expect indie titles to be cheap, don't they? Like people are kind of like mad yeah, that how one expensive. Yeah, because working on it, therefore you're not allowed yeah. to charge. We've done this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> going rate. If I make a video game and I believe it's of quality, I can put it at the going rate of what a video game is for. Otherwise, that's nonsense. That's like saying Assassin's Creed should be worth £100 because it's got 2,500 yeah. people working on it. I mean, you should charge whatever you think your game is worth. And the best part is, if you're a customer, you decide how much it's worth. And if it's not worth what you think, you don't buy it. Ta-da! It's called capitalism. It's fantastic. <laughs> There you um, go. But yeah, so 3499 is, I, I would get, it. that does look like there's a lot to it. And there's also a lot of potential for them to bolt on stuff mm-hmm. uh, and add new levels if they wanted to. I don't know they're going to do that, but I, I think there is, it would be very easy for them to do that. But I guess it's not quite as massive as like a triple A type thing. I don't know. Mm. Does it have a know. story? Huh? Does it have a story? It does, yeah. Well, that's so, all right then. So the, oh, the, the story is good. Ukulele, well, you can lele, uh, uh, an iguana and a bat. Um, Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like they live on a pirate ship, I think. And then good. The, there are other worlds accessible by books that you jump into, like big magic books. Brilliant. Uh, Wasn't that banjo? Wasn't that exactly what they did in banjo? Then you jump into books. Um, can't remember. Can't remember no. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if you can copyright books. No, I'm just saying I'd be a bit uninventive if they just went, ah, just do books again. Um, But they all get nicked or something. I can't remember exactly the plot. And then you have to go get them again. I bet you it's 10 to 12 hours. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you collect, they're called pages. It's like little pages that are floating around the world. uh, And you collect more of them. If you get enough of them, you can stuff them into a book. And that makes the level of that book bigger. So it unlocks more stuff. Mm. Ah, It's quite a nice concept. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I suppose I, I kind of grew up in an era where you had a lot of 3D platforms and stuff. Some of them were pretty good, and some of them were crock. Um, but I that's another slang phrase. I don't know. I, well, well, no, that, that well, but I can that, guess that, from I, context. I, I was I was being literal. Some of them were actually the video game crock, which was fucking shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I I like that kind of cutesy animal platformer, 3D platformer. I'd like to. Have a look at ukulele when it comes out. See what it's like. I think it's going to be good. And I think, as Simon Miller says, that is a great game to have on the Switch. Yeah. I think it will be perfect Honestly, for it. Switch is going to fly next year. And it's going to be cheap. I bet you any money. Well, I think that's what, that's what it... Yeah. Well, that, that's, it depends on that. It depends on what it is. Um, I think it'll be 250 to $300. which is cheap for a new console. Oh, well, not if you live in Britain. That'd be £250, £350, and you get boned. <laughs> I, I don't think it can be more expensive than what an Xbox One or a PS4 I think it will be. Uh, I think they know that. I think Nintendo are well clever. Like, everyone... Okay, the Wii U was a, a, a mistake because the marketing didn't really separate it from people like, what the hell was a Wii U. But look at the 3DS and everything else they do. They, they know what they're doing. They're smart. They're smart people. I just like Nintendo, especially in this day and age. 
with the Xbox One and PS4 just not really releasing things that I want to play anymore, which is sad. Which is why I started about The Last Guardian, because I actually do want to play that. Mm. Like, next year, what? There's just nothing. I don't, I'm not going to be so negative. I'm not being negative. I'm just, at the moment, I just, I don't even want to play Mass Effect. It just hasn't got... <gasps> I know, but it hasn't, like... I just like Shepard, do you know what I mean? I feel like that story is done. I'm like, do I want to start a new story? I don't think I do. I don't know. Well, I don't know. you know what is coming out next year? It's Resi 7. Excellent, Alice. Well done. So Thanks. I would, I would want to play that, but I'm too much of a coward. That's the thing. I think it looks really good. And I like the. Yeah. F- I think Capcom have been really smart to go, well, everyone liked PT, but PT's dead, so let's just make PT. Let's make PT. <laughs> I think it's really smart. I think it's. Um, it's something like you know, active reloading gears. There you go. Sneak my gears reference in. But more people should just nick it because it's good. I always respect the developer going, you know what? Screw it. Just everyone liked it. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. We'll do it. I think as long as you, you know, if you release it and then it's of bad quality, then yeah, you fucked it. But if you release it, you're like, oh, wow, it's a really good game. And you capitalized on a trend that people enjoyed. I think it's really smart and goes to show that you are not, you know, because a lot of companies are, oh, no, we can't do that. Don't be like that. Be, you know, uh, willing to change and adjust and do that kind of stuff. But I was wow. too scared. I can't play it. Well, I mentioned it because uh, in the latest issues of MCV, the, I can't remember what he is in marketing, but a marketing guy from Capcom, his name is Antoine Molant, I think, uh, said, A, they're targeting day one sales of four million. <laughs> you won't get that, Antoine, I'm afraid. Four million in day one. Not a fucking whole. Four million. Uh, what was the last game that sold 4 million day one? What does Call of well, Duty Well, Final do? Fantasy apparently sold 15, was it? And day it? one? Yeah, which I, is mental as well. I thought yeah. it flopped Final Fantasy 15. Uh, it did pretty well. Or no. Well, to be fair, that was Square were very cagey with how they actually worded it. There was some dude on they, Twitter going, oh, I can't believe it. Apparently it didn't sell well in Japan or something. It didn't do that well in Japan, but it did all right overseas, which makes sense because it was... 15 million it was more Western anyway. It was westernised, yeah. Um, but... But like, that's an incredible number, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's. That, I mean, that's fucking crazy. Did it do that? Well, I'm not sure. I, I think that was... Like, they were kind of dodgy with how they worded it. So I don't know if that was, like, shipped uh, numbers rather than actually sold through. But this, like, four million in a day for Resident Evil, I think for a game that that is going to be 18's a horror, um, like, always. Like, they talk about that even in films. You... There are less 18s films nowadays because you're gating some of your markets. You want as many people to come in and pay money to come in and see your film. Yeah. So you're going to try and make it as low an age gap as possible. Um, with this, it's gory. It's a horror. It's for adults you're going to get. So that obviously kind of minimizes the market anyway. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's like Resident Evil is very big. That is true. I don't. I don't it's personally think it's. Four, it I don't think it's four million in a day, big though. But yeah, like even with Resident Evil Five, did that? I know this is different. I mean, Resident Evil Six obviously dropped the ball massively, which mm-hmm. didn't help. But even that's with Resident Evil Five, which I remember having loads of momentum and people being excited about because it was the game after Resident Evil Four. Yeah, I don't think it sold. I think Five was more of a. I think Five sold decently. I think. I think that was more of a critical. Um, like critically, it, it, the reception wasn't as good. But but still, I I don't know if it was like as big numbers as four million in a day. Like regardless of the hype around this has been quite big. Um, Hang on, I'm looking at what Resident Evil Five sold. The the, <laughs> the the hype around seven has been quite big, and people are looking forward to it and stuff. But I just think it's just mental. It reminds me of the time when Dead Dead Space Three was coming out, and EA oh. were. Yeah, we're talking about like I think it was six million in a day or something. They were looking for something fucking crazy. And it's like Dead Space is ju- it's just not that big. You're you're <laughs> I take it back. I don't know what I'm talking about. Headline Resident Evil Five is Capcom's best selling well, game there ever. You go. Don't listen to me. I'm not a gaming authority on anything. Sorry, I just needed to get that in there. <laughs> but um, but the saying that though, this article was written in October the thirty first, two thousand and thirteen. The game came out in two thousand and nine. So it's like four years after. Mm. Did Resident Evil 5 come out in 2009? Yeah, it did because my friend got it for me secondhand when I was at uni. But then it sold sold about 6.5 million copies. So why is Resident Evil 7 going to sell 4 million on Mm. the first day? Doesn't make any sense, especially in a world where games are selling less and less. Well, the thing is, like, you should never say numbers, right? Because if you say hard numbers, then people can point out when you're wrong. (laughs) So... Just don't, just don't just commit. Spe- yeah, speaking, speak speak, speaking riddles. Just say we think it will sell well. 
Well, a riddle for yeah, you then. Exactly. Why can't you just do that? <laughs> How do you expect it to sell? Well, <laughs> here, here are some here are some more hard numbers that your man Antoine dropped yes. in the latest MCV. Speak to me, Ant. He said, uh, we'd like to have only nines or tens. Uh, but he says, we're sure we'll get a few eights in there as well. You poor misfortune. You'll get a shit eight. Fuck me. <laughs> eight. Like, eight is a bad score. Eight is a bad eight's score. Eight is the new seven. <laughs> it's a bad. I actually think. It's terrible. I pride myself on being able to predict gaming scores. And I did a video on it at the beginning of this year. And if you actually go through amazing. that video, I don't want to toot my own horn. It's about 95% correct. Especially No Man's Sky, which <laughs> I'm very proud of. No, Man's, I, 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 no I, Man's Sky was uh, predicted would be not what they said out of 10. And look so. what happened. Look what happened. Honestly, I'm, in fact, I implore everyone to go watch the, every video game reviewed in 2016. And you go through every score, you go, shit, he's right. He's right. And an 8 out of 10 is what Resident Evil 7 is. I can tell you that right now. It's an 8 out of 10 game. It's one of those games that you play. Hi, Capcom, if you're listening. It's one of those games that you play, and it's really good. And it's really great, and it does everything it's set out to do very well but it never goes to the super-duper amazing levels. Do you know what I mean? And that's good. That I like it. Some of the best games ever are 8 out of 10 games, which sounds weird. But uh, Tomb Raider, the reboot, that is like the most 8 out of 10 game I've ever played. And I wouldn't have wanted it to be anything else. It just did what it set out to do really well, and it was just a good action-adventure game. I didn't need it to be anything more. It's just, And I look back now, and I have really fond memories of it. Whereas... Because I played that at the same time as playing Bioshock Infinite. I'd probably have rated Bioshock Infinite higher at the time, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I did playing Tomb Raider, which makes no sense. <laughs> but it's true. Like That's the crazy thing about how you you know, give criticism to games. Mm. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. It, it, this is a, a larger conversation about video game review scores and the mentality towards them, which I fucking hate. I hate it with with the passion of a thousand sons, the way <laughs> people consider a seven to be a bad score. And now this is almost uh, spinning it to make eight a, a fucking a shit. What, what was the, what did he say? We think we might get a, f- or we'd, we'd love to have only nines or tens, but, uh, He's sure we'll see a few eights as well. I don't know, it's just so dismissive. Maybe that's the way I, I'm kind of reading it or uh, interpreting it. But it just seems like uh, a, a few a few of those cynical journals will give us an eight as well. Like, like so, so go fuck yourself. My, like, fa- my, wow. fa- my favourite thing is when people go, it's all Metacritic's fault. No, it's not. Like, an aggregator site didn't decide that its reviews were important. Mm. Developers and publishers decided that. They put the worth on it. Not Mercury didn't sit there and go, yeah, we're a big deal. Mm-hmm. They do do some stupid stuff that annoys me sometimes. But that, that aside, it's the, dev, the you know the, the publishers that decide that this magic number means make or break. Also, before I forget, I got Resident Evil sales figures right. Yeah, now, obviously go on these, them. these are never spot on, but I'm sure they give us a rough idea. Because I just want to point out, Resident Evil Four apparently only sold like 1.6 million on the GameCube, 2.3 million on the PS2, and then two million on the Wii. So Huh. Like that. Everyone was fucking exclusive. loves that one, right? It was GameCube exclusive. That's why the GameCube didn't sell that well. Yeah, it came to everything else like a year yeah. after or something. And then Resident Evil 5 apparently has done about 7 million today. And Resident Evil, even, uh, Resident Evil 6 did about 6.6 million today. So why the hell is Resident mm. Evil 7 going to do 4 million in a day? What's that based on? What is that based on? Unless they looked at the PT download figures and forgot it was free. <laughs> and went, oh, wow, look at that. Look at that yeah. popularity. That's it, well, I mean, he said targeting. He didn't say we'll hit. Yeah, mm. but he forgot that we are going to take him. As, as, as a word. <laughs> fact. What, yeah, what did the first game say? The first game sold about, well, originally 2.75 million. And the second one did 4.96 million. I don't know where he's pulled this figure out from. Mm. I really don't. I do think it looks great. I really do, but I don't think it looks four million great. Like I don't know, you you played it, Alice. Like, what, what what do you think? I think it does look like a very interesting game. So I played I've played all the demos to date, I think. Uh and I believe the demos or at least some of them are available on like Xbox and stuff. And it's out on Xbox PS4, yeah. It yeah. comes mm-hmm. out on PC, I think, next week. Yeah. Uh so I played all of them and it's not very resy, but it yeah. is very PT. Yeah, uh, I like that because I think it needed to reinvent itself yeah. again. But it's not going to be all creeping around the house, apparently, and hiding and stuff. You will do things. Well, um, will it? Why will it turn into like a first-person shooter? Well, I don't know that. Right. I'd be up for that. That'd be fine. That'd be good as long as they do it well. Do like a small bit segment where it's all shooty shooty bang bang. You, mm. you always say you feel safer 
If you'd feel safer in the game if you had a gun, it's even true, when it's it? a ghost that it's you true. couldn't necessarily kill yeah, with a gun. If I have a gun, yeah. you just, if I have a weapon, that was the thing about when I played the demo, you're just completely, you know, weaponless. Mm-hmm. It's just it's worrying, scary. But that's, yeah, it's, the whole game is not going to be you sneaking about, apparently. But uh, I don't know what the rest of it will be. But it is very interesting. And I think part of the reason it's getting talked about is because they've been drip feeding out these little demos that they're yeah. letting people try and it's lots of videos of people going Jesus like, mm. and it's March on. as well right yeah yeah smart time to release so yeah. Mass Effect Resident Evil 7 and the Wii Switch the Wii Switch <laughs> in March that's a busy March month is isn't good. it March is really good it's is it right how Resident Evil was January is it March oh is it January well, maybe it's January oh, I thought it was um, March I don't know I just, just yeah. oh maybe it is January I've got all the I've got months on bits of paper pinned next to my desk. <laughs> the stuff coming up. I'm looking it up. Miller's got his phone. Resident Evil Seven. You're probably right. Probably is January now. I've said that. That's yeah. even a better time to release it. What comes out in January? That's, that's good. People Rack got all, Christmas right? money. Is it um, January 24th? You're right. That's a great time to release it. It's smart. Um, it's my anniversary, is it? No, it's not. There you go. Don't know what my own anniversary is. Um. Colin Mahern, mm. before we move on to questions, because uh, we've been quite busy this week. Miller hasn't really been playing anything of no. I have been playing uh, no, Dragon Age. I'm just Age. looking forward to Super Mario Run. That's there it. you go. I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition, but nobody gives a shit about me playing that, if I'm mm. honest. Uh, and you... It's not true. Somebody tweeted me last week saying that I should give more of a shit about Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. So I'm sure that they will love the fact that you're playing it. <laughs> I'll make a male Inquisitor that looks like you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then make you do stuff. I don't know. A warrior. It'd be great. Um... You've been playing the Pokemons. Yeah. You've been playing Sun and Moon? Yeah. Let me guess, they're exactly the same as the other ones. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but? But that's the best part, because I don't like the new shit. Uh, Great point. So why I'm a bit worried about the new Zelda. I'm uh, worried it's not Zelda in there. So I, yeah, but also there is the caveat that I hadn't, I played Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Sun. That is my extent with the Pokemon <laughs> series. I missed all those other ones there in the last 20 years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Pokemon is Pokemon. Everyone knows what the basis of collecting them all and beating all the trainers and all that kind of jazz. But I do not like the new stuff where you have to mind them. Where, they, where, they, where the Pokemon turn into, where it's kind of like a Tamagotchi. And Oof. after, after fucking, I was going to, not every battle, but a lot of them. Uh, you get a little notification, you tap the screen, and it brings you to... It was in X and Y. There was a kind of a more dumbed-down version of it, I suppose. They've elaborated on a little bit. And you have to, like, get your stylus and, like, rob them and, like, to get them... And then little love hearts will come up showing their affection. No, uh, I don't need that you, stuff. You have to feed them these little heart-shaped jelly bean things. Uh, what it's is a term that's a good boy I mean it's it's cutesy and grand and whatever and I suppose I'm not prob- maybe not the target market for that but at the same time it's like fuck off I want to go <laughs> I want to go back and start beating up more Pokemon with my through the medium of <laughs> my, my Pokemon you know <laughs> uh, so yeah I don't know it's that kind of shit kind of orcs me to be honest um, I do like though the kind of which ties in more with the old style of gameplay and things is the trial system where on like there's four islands and each island has like a number of trials before you face off against the kahuna who is the fucking top dog in that island but each trial isn't just a straight up pokemon battle there are other things where you have to like collect items for someone or kind of do little spot the difference thing as there's like, uh, what are they called? Cubones doing dance routines and shit like that. I mean, it's, it's mental. But Pokemon is mental. Um, <laughs> like even to the point where you're walking. I mean, why are you walking past strangers? And then these strangers just say, huh, look at you. I bet you couldn't fight me. <laughs> do you know, I'd love it if life was like that. It'd be great. <laughs> just getting fights people on the street. Yeah. You, you asshole. And, and it's, and it's like, fight, th- so their, their names, their names will come up and be like, preschooler Emily wants to fight you and stuff and say like, what the fuck like, <laughs> I reckon I can take Joe on a preschooler bollocks like fucking hell um, preschooler challenged me to a Pokemon fight kick her in the head and run off so you probably get wow. yeah I definitely oh, won there you go <laughs> um, but yeah it's I mean yeah it's Pokemon I quite like it you, um, did, you liked it quite a bit didn't you yeah I hadn't played a Pokemon game in quite a while and it was nice after the Pokemon Go rage in the summer 
uh, to jump back into Pokemon. Because whilst Pokemon Go, I thought it was quite cool for like a day or two. Um, I quickly realised that this is a shit game. <laughs> um, uh, that this is, it's nice to actually play like a real Pokemon, I suppose. My husband's still really into Pokemon Go. Really? Yeah, he still plays at home. Because we're not in reach of a Pokestop. Right. At his work in the break room he's in reach of a pokestop so he can get pokeballs just farm balls or something um, but at home we're not and he, he keeps going Alice can you just go and get me some more pokeballs <laughs> but he's still playing it he's still I think a lot of people it. are I think the problem was it just it blew up and it blew up so big that people thought because it calmed down it's failed but I think a lot of people are still I think a lot of money yep. is still being poured into oh, yeah. that thing 100% mm. uh, so Pokemon Go pretty good you just wish that you weren't forced to form an emotional connection with the animals that you are making fight other animals yes there you go that's <laughs> it basically in sne- summary they sneak Nintendogs in there basically it's spot yeah. on that's yeah. what it is it's Nintendogs and Nintendo people fucking went mental for that when it first came R- out Nintendogs and cats yeah. a plus cats take, one take this stylus and just rub it on a dog's head oh this is fantastic is it is it really? It's I'm not, not sure at it all. Is. I don't know why. That's fucking... more of a Professor Kawashima's brain training man. That was good. Mm. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. There's purpose to that. Yeah, you weren't fucking used to, just used patting to... a virtual dog in the fucking head. Yeah. Like, you know? Glit- glitch the clock so you could just keep playing on a train journey. <laughs> oh, it's tomorrow, Nintendo. Let's do another one. <laughs> I hate stuff like that. You can only do it once a day. Fuck off. Let me do whatever I want. <laughs> All right, on that note, we'll move on to do some questions before we close out the podcast. So every week we do ask uh, on our Twitter channel is that the right word i don't yeah, know yeah. i called a tw- uh, uh, like username the other day a handle and someone said you can't do that that's fine isn't yeah. it yeah, yeah. yeah. handle yeah. Yeah. What's wrong I, I, with think, I think that's what it is so oh. that's that's not it's old old terminology i was told I was like, really oh, well fuck you they're dead now it's fine i oh, killed okay. them okay there you go uh so we've uh tweeted out for some questions from at video we usually do it in the morning of a tuesday which is when we record the podcast keep an eye out for that <laughs> Uh, so we will go to the questions, uh, and we have one from Mike Diver actually. Hi, oh. Mike Diver of Vice. Now Waypoint. 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 Yeah. Uh, and I'm on the Waypoint end of your podcast as well. I like Mike Diver. He's all right. He's a good lad. Uh, he says, riffing on at British Gaming's excellent new GMTK vid. What is the most original game element slash mechanic that you saw in 2016? Active mm. reload. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do sure. think there's an argument for that. It's the best. It's one of the best mechanics Ooh. in games ever. It took something boring and gamed it. That's really clever. The one one of the best from this year is Super Hot. Uh, Super Hot, like it, it, it's not a first person shooter at all. Super Hot is a puzzle game wrapped up in a first person shooter. It's fucking so clever. It's uh, like the lads. I think well, what's the developers? It's, it's Super Hot Team. I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, outstanding like a, a genuine I, I, I know some of the meta stuff in Super Hot I, I don't really I think there are other games this year that actually do that better but in terms of pure mechanics I think Super Hot is fucking incredible oh come on cunt we all wanted you to go we think Super Hot is Super Hot that's what I was waiting for it's Super Hot is Super Hot <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. I mean, VR, does that count as a thing? Maybe. Because, I mean, Batman, uh, whatever it's called, VR is, you know, is it a mechanic, is it? Is VR a mechanic? Because, I mean, that presented a game to me in a way that nothing else ever has, and I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Genuinely incredible. Batman's yeah. probably the best game this year, as it is wow. every year. Well, as no, it I'm, is every year. What about Gears of War? Well, they're on par. But actually, no, I give it to Batman, though. In terms of, if you want to talk about, like, yeah. innovation and originality, I love Gears. It was a blast, but... That was genuinely something. It's the first game I played in years. I thought, "Wow, this is new. This is different. Like, this mm. is exciting." So does that count? I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe I, I'd be pushed to think of something. I, I saw someone else mention it, uh, possibly in reference to this as well. But in uh, Watch Dogs Two, there's a tiny little mechanic where it has a, a basically a progress bar for your mission, so you can tell how far along you are, or how close you are to your mission when you to the end of your mission when you look at it in the menu. Which was great because you can be like, well, I'm not going to do that now because I'm going to go to bed in a minute and still got loads left kind yeah. of thing. Do you know who else, you know else did that? Like, Gears of War. Did it? <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. But it did it with, um, well, it, not, not really like that, but it did it with the achievements. So like when you were building to an achievement, it would every now and then just come up, you've killed. Oh, that's not the same. It's the same. It let you know how far along you, how far you progressed. It was really good. It's the same. It's the same concept. It's let people know it is the same concept. 
you just don't want to give credit to Gears of War. Gears of War changed everything. Absolutely not. People forget. <laughs> people forget that. Anyway. Uh, okay, we will continue on. Uh, Last Guardian. We done that. Done a question about Last Guardian. Uh, oh, what are your fondest and least fond memories of Final Fantasy? Like any of them, the whole thing from right. Dave or my, at Odas in it. My least uh, fond memory of Final Fantasy is playing it. And <laughs> my favorite memory of Final Fantasy is putting the controller down and walking away. Funny enough, Yay. mine's very similar. My my least favorite memory uh, was Final Fantasy X, where you kill that boss on a ship. The ship then lands. You have to fight another boss. Oh, yeah. And if you lose, it puts you back to the first boss. And my favorite memory is when I injected Final Fantasy X from my PS2 and snapped it in half. You did, didn't that you? Was, uh, what, what a child calm, you are. Calmly as well. I wasn't mad. I just said, this is what you deserve. And I snapped it in two. And that is my favorite Final Fantasy memory of the most overrated uh, franchise that has ever existed in the world. See, I, I didn't like Final Fantasy up until 15, uh, which I did like. Think about, this, think about this. There are some Final Fantasy fans out there think you're the problem <laughs> that's yeah. what they think even though from what i've seen final fantasy 15 actually looks like the best one in years i liked it i understand why classic fans of final fantasy will not like final fantasy 15 mm. but i did like it yeah good uh so you know there you go that's my that's my top i on did that. try and play final fantasy 12 because everyone went on about the that was that system called that everybody loved and so it was really good it's when you lined people up so it's kind of turn-based kind of not it had a name can't remember. You look it up. Don't know. Um, <laughs> so I tried to play Stop that, but it's just, I get to about five, six hours, and I'm just like, this is awful. It's just not fun, and I'm bored, and oh, I don't know. I just I can't get into them. I try so hard. Actually, one of my favorite moments that is not from Final Fantasy 15 is my big brother played Final Fantasy 10, and I remember a bonding experience I had with him because there's a boss fight in it against I think it's Maester Seymour, Seymour, and he. Uh, either uses i think he uses uh magic spells in an elemental order that spins around every time so he goes like fire lightning ice whatever mm. and my job was to remember which was the one he'd last used so harry could <laughs> buff his team against the, the next one i think mm. i just sat and watched and went fire fire <laughs> fire <laughs> ice ice like that it was great beautiful moment between siblings uh adam cook at how do you say it jebus f yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Comp- yeah, I don't know. yeah. Uh, what's the worst game you've played this year? Ooh. Ooh. The gamb- <laughs> Gambit <laughs> System. That's what it was called in Final Fantasy XII. The Gambit System. Yeah, all right. Um, worst right, game. I'm updating people. Worst game. Worst game. What can I say to wind people up? No Man's Sky. There you go. That's up there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What's the worst game I've played this year? Overwatch. Throw was that Tony? No, Tony Hawk was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. Um, I played the first episode of The Walking Dead. Michonne. Do you know what? Which, I toyed with the idea of playing, and I just said, I just can't do this to myself. It's it's just a bit like it had potential to be good, but they've. I feel like they've done zombies to death now because you know exactly how every episode of a telltale walking dead game will go which is you'll turn up somewhere the other people are yeah so you'll you'll turn (laughs) up somewhere and meet a bunch of people and then it turns out a bunch of people don't have quite the uh intentions towards you maybe you thought they did Mm. and then you'll turn up somewhere that's like a deserted i don't know farmhouse boat whatever uh and that turns out to be not quite as deserted as you thought it was yeah Uh, and then there's just surprise zombies every so often and like there's just there's nothing fresh mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I, I, well, more kind of elaborate, kind of broadening that a little bit. Um, I think that Telltale uh, need a bit of freshening because I Just played. Stop making games, like, or, or at least at the frequency. Yeah. Um, because that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah. The, like I played the first two episodes, I think, of Batman, and whilst, like, yeah, I wouldn't call it. I don't know, I can't really think of like outright, I mean, I, I definitely have, but I can't think of outright bad games I've played this year, but like in disappointing, I don't know, I'm just disappointed with the way the Telltale have kind of gone a little bit because I I think you're the same as me, Anis, about tell, um, what's it called? Tales from the Borderlands. Fucking love it. Love that. They're love it to pieces. Outstanding. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, this year I just uh, played two episodes of Batman and it was like, meh. It's just kind of just there, really. Yeah. Uh, at Wet Wipe Dean 
Dean just says inside with shit. It's not a question, Dean. I haven't played it. I, I didn't think it was no, shit. It wasn't I didn't shit. think it was. I didn't like it as much as everyone else did. Yeah. I think maybe because everyone hyped it. It was like, oh, the end is amazing. I don't <gasps> think it was. Can we go back <laughs> to the previous question? Yeah. I have it. Right. Abzu. Fuck that heap of shit. <laughs> don't even know what that is. You're better off. Uh, it's I Tom Ari fucking loved Abzu. I know he does. I know he does. It's a problem. Um, Abzu is a absolute big steaming heap of shit the worst fucking <laughs> thing where you just look how pretty our game is it's lovely isn't it it's like you yeah it is is there any substance to it look how pretty it is isn't it look is there subs look how fuck off and tell me if there's substance because there isn't it's an awful it's an it's an awful video game an awful video game a lovely screensaver an awful video yeah. game. Wow. And Unravel has came into my head as well in a similar vein. Because Unravel, I'm fucking, just all the bad games have come to me now. No, it was Unravel last year. I can't remember. I think it was last I think, year. Was it last year? I so. Well, I look, I leave it off. Anyway. I leave it off anyway. No, Unravel was all right. But again, it's the same type of thing where it looked lovelier than it played. But yeah, this year, Abzu. Like, oh, fuck. Absolute. Go on. Inside is shit. It's not. <laughs> inside, inside was all right. Inside was inside was decent. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I don't. I think inside was kind of blown up a little bit more than it probably deserved. To be honest with you. Well, there you go. Uh, final question. We'll do before we leave. Before we say goodbye, uh, Michael at M Sporty Guy One. <laughs> What's your favourite Xmas song uh, qualifier? That isn't the Pogues. No, that's Pog- not what his favourite Xmas song. That's the shittest song ever. I love Talking that one. Oh, it's no, not the shit. Fairy Tale New York. I, if amazing. I ever decide to go on a murderous rampage, it's probably because I've listened to that song and just think, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> I hate that song. Why? I hate all Christmas Why? music. Why? Because it's horrible. It's not horrible. Some drunken it's man. Going, it's absolutely It's absolute crap. I hate that song. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I cannot even begin to describe how much I hate that song. What's your favorite? Oh, right, Christmas so song? what's your favorite? Don't, don't, don't have a favorite Christmas song. I hate Christmas music. I, I do you know? I, I was. It only occurred to me walking into work today that I don't think there are as, are as many good Christmas songs as we think. Oh no, absolutely. The darkness. Right. There you go. Don't the darkness is oh, yeah, the darkness is the last very good Christmas song. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I have. I am a fan of the. Welsh wizard Shaken Stevens I think he's Welsh anyway um, meant to be uh, not meant to be the nicest fella in real life but can sing a lovely Christmas song <laughs> I'm, I'm quite a fan of Merry Christmas oh, everyone you've got, you've got to make sure that gets across he's a dick but he sings quite he the sings Christmas, Christmas song. Uh my mum's favourite was always um, Last Christmas okay yeah solid yeah, yeah I yeah. gave you my heart which was played a lot in our households. I don't really have one. I do my favourite band ever in the world, which is Masked Intruder, obviously. <laughs> mm. Why are you laughing? You know why. We've had this conversation. <laughs> Not for the podcast, Alice. <laughs> uh, they've done a Christmas song, which is called Under the Mistletoe. And it's about the singer breaking into the house of someone he fancies and drinking all their beer and then waiting and hoping they'll come home. <laughs> It's a weird, weird strategy, that. It is, yeah. It's not, I mean, it's obviously, it's not an endorsement. Like, they don't endorse that kind of behaviour. Well, That's the whole point of the, like, the sounds shtick. Sounds a little bit to me, Alice. Sounds a bit like a... I've explained this to you. <laughs> <laughs> have Metallica done a Christmas song? No, they have not. That one, that, no. I, uh, the Mariah Carey one, I understand why people like it. It's incredibly catchy. Mm. I cannot stand it after a while, but I understand why people warm to it because it is an incredibly catchy song. Here is a final question, which was, I believe, played out on Twitter a bit this week as well. Is Stay Another Day by E17 a Christmas song? Yes. It was released at Christmas. It's got bells in it and it was Christmas number one. And it's about his brother (laughs) who died in a car crash. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Christmas. But originally it wasn't released with bells and stuff. They re-released it and counts. filmed the video where they I mean, were wearing if you, parkas. If you, if you managed to make Christmas number one, I think, I know it doesn't mean anything anymore. Mad World is the same. Rage yeah, Against the Machine was Christmas number one. Yeah, but that was, yeah. that was, that was, was going to add asterisks next to it, isn't yeah. it? It's like, I know the X Factor song makes, but I think this was, when that song came out, it was before all that. It was before the internet, mm. really. I think before we got all these, like, uh, uh, I can't think of the right, agendas, whatever you want to call it. 
I think you have to you have to classify that as a Christmas song, even if it's not about Christmas at all. I think it's only fair. There you go. Brian Harvey's mental as well. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Didn't he run over himself? Yeah. 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 It was when I was a kid, people used to say, who do you prefer, E17 or Oasis? E17 like, or Oasis? That's not a comparison. That's what people in my school say. That's not a comparison. They're two, one's like a proper band. The other's like a it's pop all, group. It's all Oasis Blur. E17 take that? I know, it's weird. That's not how that works. That was, that was the wrong there. Oasis was like a pop, proper band. And E17 was like, four someone dudes. was like, I need four dudes for a boy band. But as no. he was passing like a building site. Yeah, no, but the E17 <laughs> was like, you know, like, yeah, it was as if they got Brian Harvey and the other lad. Tony um, Mortimer. That's spot on. Don't well know done. How I remember the names. Um, they, they got Tony and Brian and then they went, fuck, we're stuck. No. The other two did nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Well, apparently Tony Mortimer, he did write everything. Apparently, he was quite musically talented. So, oh, well, there you, there you go. What a note to end. The, a note, haha, to end the podcast on. Oh, very good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. very good at this. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you support us, uh, if you're a member of the Video Gamer Community Club, then you will be getting this podcast a day early, and you will also be getting some extra podcasts, which is coming right up. So stick around. And if you don't support us and you're not a member of the Video Gamer Community Club then do please consider it. We do extra podcasty bits and it's stuff. It's Christmas as well. It's Christmas. It'll make us Christmas very happy. The time uh, of giving and receiving with extra podcasts. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so that's uh, patreon.com forward slash video gamer. Uh, we are online. We're a website, videogamer.com. We're on Twitter at videogamer.com. And we're on YouTube, Video Gamer TV, which may be where you're listening to this podcast right now. And I am Alice Bell. I've been joined by Colin Mahan. Uh, uh, bye. Hello, I was going to say uh, goodbye. <laughs> and by Simon Miller. Goodbye, Alice Bell. Thank Have a lovely Christmas. Thank you. We're here next week, right? Yeah, yeah there's, one, there's one more podcast. Yeah. <laughs>